You're listening to the Viral Molly Podcast Podcast. Now here's your host, Rob, on the mic. Hey, good day, everyone. I'm Rob Espero, the Viral Volley Podcast. Got another edition. Actually, I think I'm going to piggyback this or have it be the front header of the Washington girls because they're facing all each other on Sunday. But maybe we'll see what happens. We'll see how the response go. But talking trash, and it'd be good to good banter to go back and forth. But uh, here I've got a middle blocker, Carson Bacon. Got outside hitter, Brooke Nunaviller, head coach, Matt Ulmer, um, all of Oregon. And it's a big, big week in volleyball and again this is the pac 12 race edition of the viral volley podcast just because man jumping on board a few weeks ago and your conference is insane but it's so fun to watch so thanks for coming on everyone thanks for having us well first question that go towards coach so he can set the i guess the tone for the rest of our interview here but ducks are coming off an extremely impressive weekend in los angeles playing usc and ucla uh what are your thoughts on the performance after the uh, two big victories? I thought we played a lot of uh, really good volleyball. Uh, SC and UCLA are both extremely talented, um, really well-coached teams. Um, you know, we, we went one and one when we were down in LA. And so to get them back at home, we really, you know, we were hoping to go two and oh. And, and again, just put our best foot forward. And I thought um, the SC match was a battle. Um, and we played great volleyball in the fifth able to come away with that. And then UCLA, um, you know, that was a really exciting Sunday match for us. Carson, take a stab at uh, what you thought about this last weekend. Yeah, I just thought, um, I talked about it after our UCLA game, but just especially playing USC and UCLA in pretty close proximity. I think it was two and a half weeks we had just played them. So it was a really quick turnaround. And so, you know, it's obviously a t- you talk about like, what you can handle on our side of the court but I just thought it was a really impressive just jump for us to kind of you know not have the best showing against UCLA and then really scrap against USC and then to play at home and then just kind of have really completely different outcomes I mean you know still the win but still just the way that we played together I think it shows a lot of growth with you know what you can do in a small amount of time but I think it was really impressive and I'm proud of us. How about you Brooke? Yeah, I think we've talked about it all season about how we've been looking forward to have all of our teammates, all the players on our team, put their best foot forward. And um, that was probably the best match that we've done all year. And it showed in the results. I mean, UCLA was the first ranked team in the pack solo and we we swept them. We played really good volleyball. Um, A lot of players showed up and that was something we've been asking for all year. So I think that's a big progression for us. Yeah. Let's go back to the, uh, the match against the Trojans. Five set tussle and uh, definitely wasn't for the faint of heart because you go up two zero um, was an adjustment that that the Trojans made or uh, we just kind of get out of rhythm. Um, what was it about that battle that made it what it was? We'll start with you, Brooke. I mean, we talked about it during the match a little bit. Um, one thing that makes our team super successful is that we have very aggressive servers. We have a lot of people that can go back there at the end line and get the other team out of system. Um, but that's really when we have great intent back there and really um, have an aggressive mindset. And so we talked about it after the third, fourth set when they're getting more in system, they're getting better swings. And we did make a couple errors um, in the matches that we won, but we escaped the aggressive mindset. And I think that gave them more confidence um, in both their passing and their attacking. So in the fifth set, we really started off from the jump um, that allowed our block to set up better, our defense. And I think that's what ultimately made the small difference in the fifth. 
Yep. How about you, Carson? Thoughts on the five setter versus USC? Yeah, I think we we always talk about attack mindset, but obviously it's a lot easier said than done. And I think what's really interesting is that like you have to do it to know it. So as much as you want to think it, you kind of have to like feel it yourselves and feel it with each other. So I think in the USC match, like we definitely had a pretty long run of us having focus, but going mm -hmm. off of what Brooke was saying about aggressiveness, like I think that ties back into our game plan. So if you give teams, you know, a chance to like fight back, then they're going to take what they can because everyone in the Pac-12 is good. So I just think it came down to just executing the small little things. And if we want to let those things go, then we need to be able to want to be in a fifth set all the time. So I think just kind of like having that mentality of like being on your A game for as long as you can puts us in a better position than, you know, relaxing and just letting little things go from like a lack of focus. And yep. yeah. <laughs> now, Matt, as the coach, did you feel like you had to step in or was this something that the players got themselves out of the rut in that uh, SC match? Um, no, I mean, I think everything they said was spot on. Um, something that I have noticed is at home, um, I, I feel like we are much easier to go away from aggressive serving. You know, if we make some errors, our fans tend not to like that. And I do think it's something that kind of bothers us a little bit. Um, and so we back down and, uh, you know, just trying to press upon our group that, that that's not going to help us. Um, as, if SC's in system, they're running really fast offense. Um, they can attack from multiple areas. They're really hard to stop. Um, and I thought, like they said, in the third and four sets, you know, we kind of got away from what we were doing um, and they took full advantage of that. But um, again, amazing job by our group to get back on it in the fifth. And I thought we were pretty dominant in the fifth set. Yep. Well, uh, your hitters had double digit kills uh, by Morgan Lewis, 14, Gloria Materi with 11. But Brooke, you lit it up with 25. <laughs> now, what flame was put under your tush to get you going for that uh, entire match? Um, I think starting in the Colorado match, I kind of made a personal goal for myself, um, more of a challenge to be just a more aggressive hitter. I'm looking at, um, the top hitters in our conference that are leading in kills per set. And then I look at their kills. I look at their errors. I look at the, their kill percentage and they're making a lot more errors than me, but they're also getting a lot more kills. So I kind of challenged myself to take that aggressive mindset to the kind of the next level um and I've been trying to get five kills per set no, I'm not super statistical in that but that that's a goal <laughs> for me um and for the last few weekends I've succeeded in doing that but I've also made more errors but I mean my hitting percentage is still solid and um I think setters can see me better they can feel me better when I'm going in harder so um it gives not only myself more confidence but my setters and I think that's really helped me in the past few weeks yep and Carson, error-free performance of nine kills. You're scorching 409 while chipping a couple of block assists. What do you attribute uh, that night's successful play to? Yeah, it's funny. Like, I don't like to look at stats only because, like, I just for a middle, like, we don't get a lot of sets normally. <laughs> so you just kind of just have to take what you get and you just go with it. So even if, like, in normal games, even if I make an error or two, like, I just know that I can be a really big part of our offense and that the next ball is going to come to me. And I just trust that my setters are going to handle it. And 99% of the time they do. So I just have to go with that and just take it and just do like whatever the best I can do. And I just think like a big growth part for me was like back in the past, like if I made an error, like I'd probably fixate on that for a little bit. And then it would just kind of like snowball into more errors. But just now my mindset's like, I know I'm good. And it's just a matter of like, how well can I set myself up to help mm -hmm. the team be good? And as, as well as like helping my hitting percentage and just contributing to the team. So I just think like for me, just the mentality of, 
the next ball is going to come to me. And there's always so much volleyball to play. Like you have mm-hmm. serve receive, like there's transition, like, you know, balls are just everywhere. So it's like, just like playing with your numbers, like the odds, like I'm probably going to get set pretty soon. So there's really no time to worry. You just kind of have to go. <laughs> you don't just call for it. Give it to me when you're running. by. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, of course, but like, still, it's just kind <laughs> of like, if I wanted to sit and worry about like what was going to happen, I would not be playing. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to direct this, uh, the first response to this question to coach, but, uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, one of the hottest teams of the Pac-12 came into your house. And what was your team's mentality knowing that the Bruins are coming in, we're holding on to first place in the conference, and we're looking to stay in that top spot? Well, I think, you know, we didn't like how we played the first time at their place. We thought it was a very unaggressive match from our end. Um, So I think we were all looking forward to having another shot at them. Um, but again, I think just going off of what everybody's saying, you know, there's a lot of growth going on in our group. Um, I'm proud listening to both of them and, and what they're able to, to portray to you. Um, you know, and I think, um, we went out and we were very aggressive. Um, you know, I, we're trying to keep, you know, the, the results in our own hands, you know, with the way that we're playing. And I absolutely thought we did that. I thought we dictated the style of play that we wanted UCLA, um, you know, and it, it worked in our favor. Yep. Now, um, a lot of eyes were on this match uh, between you guys and UCLA um, and with likely Pac-12 conference and All-American candidates in Brooke and, and Mac. But, you know, what kind of excitement was going on in the arena knowing that this, this head-to-head battle was going on? I mean, it, it is a team sport, but the thing is, your names are being dropped when you look at any kind of publications, any kind of social, it's Brooke, Mac, Brooke. Mac. So there had to be a lot of excitement. I mean, I mean, just with your teams and your fans, uh, we'll start with you, uh, Brooke. Yeah. I mean, anytime I go up against one of the top hitters in the Pac-12, I just have a competitive spirit and I want to outperform them. So, um, I mean, Mac May is just an athletic specimen and she proves it every day on the court. Um, I think we did such a great job with our block and our defense really stopping her that match. And um, my my team set me up really well, um, allowed me to be super successful. So, I mean, yeah, that's always something that I'm going to look at when you have a Danny Drews or a Mac May that I'm playing against. I'm saying, well, what can I do? You know, when she gets a kill, I'm like, well, let's see if I can get one too. So just <laughs> things like that. <laughs> and uh, Carson, the Ducks held the Bruins uh Mac May to eight kills and 081 hitting. I mean, I went through her stat line for the season. And the last time that she got single digit kills was in early September against Portland state. Um, I know that a lot of it has to do with your guys' defense. You are, uh, your team is second, in the conference in blocks and second in digs, but obviously a team effort. But I mean, I, I caught a little bit of your, your press conference uh, after that match. And you, you said something interesting about the team effort. Can you uh, reiterate that here in our interview today? Yeah. Um, I had just mentioned before that, like, obviously, if you know anything about volleyball, like Mac May is a great hitter. Yes. Like she can do a lot of things and she produces a lot of points for UCLA. And I think with that, like coming into the game plan, like you understand that someone who's going to carry such a responsibility and such a load for their team, then you need to obviously have your eyes on them and just kind of scheme. Well, how can we subdue her in that manner? So for us, it was just really focusing on our game plan because we know how versatile she is. So we just needed to, you know, keep up and just play our game with her. So I think what was really important for us is just locking it down on defense and just keeping a strong block. So we know that our back row is gonna be able to take care of the things that we don't necessarily need to touch all the time. But yeah, so I think like 
it, asking one person to handle Mac Bay isn't going to work. So I think like every, like using everyone on the court together just made it a lot easier. So my job becomes easier. So Brooke can do hers and Georgia can do hers and the setters can set. So I think, you know, keeping Mac May in single digit kills was completely a team effort and there was no way that we would have done it individually. So I think that's a really big part of us. Cause I think in the past individuals would have tried to like do more than we mm -hmm. needed to do. But if everyone just takes a little piece of the responsibility, then it becomes so much easier. And I think we, showed that pretty well. Yeah. You know, like I was saying, you know, you're second in the conference in digs and second in blocks, but that, that match particularly, I thought was interesting was you guys hit 304 versus UCLA's 204, making you guys the offensive threat and the powerhouse during that match. Uh, how'd you flip the script? Now I'll go to you, Brooke. Honestly, it's really frustrating when we don't hit well in a match because I just look at all of our hitters and their capabilities and I'm just seeing them perform like 10 different shots. They have crossbody, they have the drop tip, they have a uh, wrist away, they can bang it in the seam, go off by hands. And I'm like, how are we, how are we hitting 150 right now, you know, as a team? Cause we just have so many offensive threats. And I think that, like I said, I think the UCLA match, we all really showed our talent, um, which was really special. It's really cool. I think that's the step that we need to take, especially before going to the tournament and before playing the Washington schools. I mean, this road trip's a hard one. Um, I would say the Washington uh, pair is a top two, like hardest teams to play in the conference. So this is an important weekend for us and we can really prove ourselves, um, especially coming off, off of last Sunday's win versus UCLA. Yep. I want to get Matt's thoughts on this here because I know as a coach, like, what did I do? And can I replicate that again? Um, I, I think so many people are starting to click. Some light bulbs are going off. Um, and it's the right time of year for that to happen. I thought Gloria's connection with Elise um, was, was the best it's been since we played USC last time. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> Why? She always knows. She always knows when baby's going to bed. Uh, but I thought Gloria, uh, you know, she was great. But I thought our middles, both Kiari and Carson, were phenomenal out of the middle. And when they're both going, I think they hit combined like 650 with 15 kills for a three-set match. Uh, you know, when you have to pay that much attention to our middles, you know, now we have four pin hitters that can all score with, you know, uh, more of one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Um, and then you have Brooke coming out of the back row. So, uh, you know, I just thought, again, the, the middles were really working hard. I thought our setters found them uh, beautifully. And that just opened up a lot of things for other people. So, um, again, I still don't think it was everybody's best performance, but I think it was a much more well-rounded team effort offensively. Um, and hopefully it's something that we can carry over to this weekend. Yep. Well, actually, great segue. Important matches coming up this weekend with Wazoo and Washington. Um with a top two finish, the Pac-12 conference at stake right now is what it, what I, I'm gathering. If things pan out the way they should, but you never know in the Pac-12. But what's your team's mindset in going into this weekend? And we'll start with you, Carson. Yeah, so we had like mentioned it before, like the attack mindset. But I think, I think this is kind of like, not the, I mean, I would say the pinnacle of our Pac-12 performance right now is that obviously Brooke had mentioned that the Washington schools are really good. So I think right now is the time that we need to understand how great we are. And I think we proved it this past weekend and the last five or so matches that we can play really good when we choose to play really good. So I think coming to this game now requires a lot of focus and a lot of just trust in ourselves and in our game. So 
I'm excited. I know both teams, oh, I guess three teams. Yeah. I think everyone's <laughs> excited for these matches and I know that our focus is going to be there and I'm really excited for what we're going to show. I think we're going to prove to ourselves that, you know, we don't need to make this game as hard as we do sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that. Rick, anything to add? Yeah. Um, just kind of to add on to it. We've been saying a lot. We've just had a lot of conversations about really proving ourselves. Like we want to go out there and it's like our stage, it's our performance. Um, and I think we forget that a lot of the times we get to showcase what we learn in practice and just how talented each, each of us are. And so we've had those conversations the last couple matches. And I think it's another opportunity to go prove it, especially against two top teams in our conference. Yep. I want to save this last question for Matt. So I know that, uh, you know, he's following the RPI and the standings, all that being that that just came out this week, but how important are these last four matches of conference play for the Ducks with Washington State, Washington, Arizona, and Oregon State? Yeah, I think we had a, we had a rough stretch in the middle of October where we dropped three straight matches to both Washingtons um, and was it UCLA, I think, in a row. And, um, you know, that, that kind of that put us back from contention for winning the pack. Um, and again, you know, we want to win the pack. We want to be hosting the first two rounds of the tournament. You know, we want to try to make the deepest run that we can in December. Um, so I think, you know, we've had a really good growth mindset, um, you know, the last handful of weeks. Um, and it's, it's something we desperately needed. Um, and we're playing our best volleyball right now, you know, so I want to see us continue to do that. Um, if we do that, then I think we can be really successful over our last four matches. I think we have to probably go four and zero in order to host now, um, three and one probably puts us on the bubble. Um, but four and zero, I think gets us hosting the first two rounds, which again is a goal of ours and something we want to do. If we go four and zero, it gives us a chance to win the pack, you mm -hmm. know, um, you know, and that that's all we can do is do our part. The rest is out of our control. Um, but I think it's something, you know, that we're absolutely going to strive for. Um, and then, you know, we played Purdue in, in the, in the sweet 16 last year and, uh, you know, it wasn't at home. Um, it was in the bubble, but it wasn't at home. And we played against really physical attackers um, and servers from Purdue. And, you know, again, that was a learning lesson for us, of uh, the pace of play that they have. Um, you know, and Washington, Washington State can, can replicate that for us and be on the road. And, again, we might be on the road. We don't know right away, but definitely going to be on the road, um, you know, come the third right. round, which we plan on be playing. So, uh, you know, this is a great test, what Brooke said, to prepare us. Um, for what's in store moving forward. So, um, you know, I hope we take full advantage of these opportunities um, and we continue to get better. Yep. I'll let the athletes close it out with thoughts on where the team is at at this moment in conference play. And we'll, we'll start with you, uh, Carson. Yeah, I mean, we talked about growth mindset. I think right now a lot of things are clicking. So obviously you don't want things to kind of peak too early because then you, you know, run the chance of losing and then not being prepared for the tournament. So I think we're in a really good spot. We talked about like, obviously goals of winning the Pac-12 championship. And like Matt said, like we can just do what we can do and just hope everything else falls into place. But a lot of that's in our control. And I think that's a really big theme for us finishing up this last month or so. Yeah. And it just kind of like, everything is going to be in our, our hands, whatever we choose to do with it is going to determine how the outcome is going to turn out. So um, I think right now everyone's really focused and really excited. Like, obviously it feels a lot better when you're winning games. So it's convenient, mm -hmm. but yeah, I just think like things are clicking and it's definitely encouraging and motivating. And so I feel like we're in a really good spot. So really excited to see how this last month goes. And Brooke, close us out here. Thoughts on where you think the team is at. Um, I've noticed a, a habit of ours that we tend to peak at the end of season, which is, which is great. Um, <laughs> 
we I'm, I'm excited because last year, I don't think a lot of our team had the experience in the tournament um, that I had my freshman year and Carson when we were here, um, we made it to the Elite Eight. We had a lot of veterans and that's us this year. We're an older team and we're peaking at the right time um, and we're going to have that experience going into the tournament, which I'm really excited for. So that's the difference between losing and winning a Sweet 16 and going into the Elite Eight and potentially competing for a championship. So. You know what? I love that we peak at the right time. Um, so I'm very excited to see where it takes us. All right. Well, uh, ladies and gents, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Got Carson Bacon, middle blocker. Got Brooke Nunaviller, outside hitter, head coach, Matt Ulmer of Oregon, who head into the great state of Washington for a, a pair and looking forward to closing out the season in the NCAA tournament and running deep. So um, everyone, I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you in person on Sunday. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.